Welcome to Mental Health Film Comment. This is Brian here with you. The 2012 film Silver Linings Playbook covers bipolar with Brad Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence. Joining us today is anxiety and mindset mentor Kat Dean, also host of Hype Girl uh, podcast. Um, Kat, thank you for uh, being here today. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Brian. I'm excited. Uh, okay. um, now, uh, this podcast is, I, I, I sometimes call it a commentary track, though it's technically not a, a commentary. Some people got upset with me. Well, they didn't get upset, but they pointed out, hey, Brian, this isn't really a commentary. But <laughs> I, I sort of keep that tradition. And the reason why is to remind you that you're not alone. I know many people out there will be saying, what do you mean I'm not alone? Of course I'm alone. I'm the only one here. What I mean by that is when you don't have anyone to go to a movie with, when you do not have anyone to watch a movie with, then movie watching becomes a um, solitary and, and solo activity, which can be traumatic for a lot of people. And so I will be here to watch the movie with you. Kat will be here to watch the movie with you. It might not be the whole movie, but it will be uh, at least part of the movie for a little while. Um, so if you would like to watch the movie while listening, uh, we will be on the other side of the pause button. Now, I did want to mention briefly a couple of resources. Uh, by way of some crisis text lines. I know that in the US, you can text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741-741. In the UK, you can text SHOUT, S-H-O-U-T, to 85258. Uh, depending on where you are in the world, uh, check your local listings, as they say, for I know but there may be some other text lines available. So Ken, um, thank you for uh, being here today. Thanks so much for having me. Well, um, now, Silver Linings Playbook is a film that, and, and, I, and I had mentioned to you before I hit record, it's a movie that I have, I'll say, mixed emotions. And I guess that would be, be a, a way of putting it. I don't, I don't dislike it. I don't like it necessarily. I'm sort of somewhere in, in the middle. Um, and I don't know if I'll, I don't know if my mind will be changed after this podcast. It may or may not. Um, so, so I guess I, I just ask, what, um, what, do you, what do you like about Silver Linings Playbook? I definitely can understand um, just kind of going over the film in, the head, in my head right now, um, kind of having like those reservations about it. But I think that for me, it was watching it and understanding at one point that the, the mania, like that high and low and just having like such a such an outburst and then like coming back like coming back down and not necessarily for me like is is bipolar but I think it's more of just having those highs and those lows and having that and that for me the mania part will kind of hit home um that that definitely the outburst stuff like that I think that's why I enjoyed it because at some points it was kind of raw and it was gritty and it's kind of like oh my gosh like you know, like the, you would think, like, does this stuff really happen? It's yeah, like, yes, yeah. yes, yes, it does. True. You know? it, it definitely does. So, well, probably a, a better question to start with would be what, uh, what, what set you on your journey through through all all this recovery and mental health journey? What was, what, what started your your journey along all this? Yeah, um, definitely can get into that. So, six years ago, I suffered extreme uh, panic disorder and uh, anxiety disorder. Uh, pretty, I would say it was severe. Um, it completely took over my life. I, I mean, I had like the highs and the lows um, just because I feel like I didn't have 
I wasn't not necessarily managing my emotions correctly, but like I wasn't moving through them correctly. And I was, I became an agoraphobic, um, hypochondriac, and I became a recluse at one point too. Like I just didn't want to leave the house. And it really kind of pulled the rug out from under like life as you know it. But, you know, when they say that you have like the fall, the big fall, there is the big climb. And it took me two years to be panic free. So the first two years I was having panic attacks sometimes multiple times a week, sometimes, you know, a couple times a day. And once I really started working on my overall health, um, like just figuring out like what foods could be triggering things, uh, working out more, um, taking better care of myself, they started to kind of like alleviate, you know? So after two years, I became panic free. And then from there, I just really became obsessed with like the mind and how it works. And it's like, if I can do this, then I know other people can too, because I was not equipped for a mental, bad, a yeah, mental just, battle, you know, I was definitely. like, I'm not equipped for this. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm just a girl from Houston, Texas. Like, why yeah. is this happening to me, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, have you ever experienced symptoms with panic when your, your legs turn to like jelly and like, cause that's happened to me. Um, and like I said, that's all been under control for, for, for now, you know, knock on wood. Um, but whenever you mentioned that, um, that, have you encountered that as well, where like you, you can't stand because it's like your legs sort of just like make way. And then, cause that's happened to me before. Yeah. And I think sometimes people don't even realize that they have had panic attacks. Yeah. They don't, they, if you're not having them consistently or like, you know, you, you've been diagnosed or you know, I think sometimes, you know, one of my friends was like, I think I've had like a mini panic attack before. And I'm just kind of like, okay, what were your symptoms? And it was like this, 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 but it, but it wasn't so bad. And I just kind of was like, yeah, yes, it's a panic attack. It's not a mini panic yeah. attack. You had a panic attack. You yeah. know, and it's definitely the, the feeling of, um, turning to jello. Um, I mean the, the hot, the hot sensation that spreads the, the increased heartbeat, feeling like some people feel like they're going to get sick. Other people feel like, you know, I felt like I was going to always pass out. So I would start spinning like uh, vertigo and uh, stuff like that. And it's, it's scary when you don't know what is happening because the first thing we always think is a heart attack, you know, you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah it's a big one. Like <laughs> this is happening to me, you know, and, and it, but it's not, you know, and I think understanding for me, understanding what was actually happening in my body helped me to alleviate that fear and not be so stuck in that emotion true true and um and i know that all too well because i've had one too many trips to the hospital emergency where they they hook up the ekg and, and then they they go out of the room to check results and you're, and you're even more worried okay yeah. I, I mean, and so i know all too well um about that, that that too i mean that whenever people do go to the, the ER, which I mean, I, I, I want you to like, honestly, it's the first time something like that's happening to you and you don't know, like definitely go get it checked out because there are, from what I was told, there are immune disorder, immune deficiencies and things like that that can cause those kind of sensations and things to happen. So it's like, definitely go get checked out. But the, but the thing is, is when they don't know what's wrong, because technically it's just, it's just excess adrenaline, you know, and you're just, you're yeah. just having panic attacks, but it's not a serious disease. It's like, you know, that's scary because that person doesn't know what's been, then that's when my hypochondria set in. So I thought yeah. I had every disease in the book. Yeah. yeah. Months, you know, yeah. and, and so it's just, 
it's good to go checked out, but at the same time, it can kind of open the door to that fear and more panic. Correct. Now, we're in a, you know, very interesting, which would be an understatement uh, year of uh, 2020, which in and of itself, all, all this going on has led to increased anxiety, among other things. And one of the, the recurring um, themes that has come up on this podcast with, with different guests is limiting the negative exposure, you know, wh whether it might be, um, so is something that, 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 that you concur with as well, as far as, you know, taking steps to, to feel better is limiting that negativity? Absolutely. And, okay. Oh, absolutely. I think um, one of the most important things, and, and I'm so big on this now, is your inner peace. And if something is truly disturbing that inner peace and it's making you feel anxious or, you know, you're looking at stuff online and it's negative exposure. And a lot of times I've talked to people and they're like, my chest starts to get really tight when I'm like scrolling and I'm looking at this video and that one. And I said, that is literally your body. Like just it's, it's rejecting it. It's like, Hey, come on. Like, this is not making us feel good. So I definitely think during this time, like limiting that negative exposure and just doing what's best for you, not what other people online are saying. I know at the beginning of quarantine, you know, there was that if you're not uh, changing your life or writing that book or doing this during quarantine, then you're not doing it right. And I'm like, well, some people lived for the community, live for the public. They live for that. They're super, super extroverted, right? And it's like, whenever you're told to be inside, it's like, that's a, it takes time for our brains to process what's actually going on. So I think we just need to be really gentle with ourselves during this time. Like, you know, do what feels good for you and limit the negativity. Definitely. And, and, and that can mean listening to this podcast, listening to, to Hype Girl podcast, yeah. <laughs> listening to, you know, lots, lots of, um, you know, good, good resources out there. Lots of good films out there. Yeah. Um, I know, I know you would say Silver Linings Playbook. I don't know if I would say that, but. Um, I don't know if I would recommend watching that during quarantine. I yeah. Mean, there was a movie on Netflix that got recommended correct. during quarantine. I was like, oh no, I was like, y'all are, no, no, no. <laughs> correct. And, and, and I, like I said, I don't, I don't, I want to limit my um, editorial comment as it were, um, because obviously, you know, I, I'm, I'm very respectful and considerate that it is, it is a film that is helpful and um, appreciated. But did I say, a, a, I put an extra syllable and appreciated, <laughs> appreciated by, uh, a lot of people around around the world, so I'm I'm by no means um, dismissive of that. It's, it's not perfect. It's yeah. not perfect because even re rewatching it, I think the other day, you know, I told you I was rewatching it, and I kind of was like, like the some of the points that it hit, like I resonated with, but some of the other things with it were a little bit. I think just thinking back to it, I I kind of feel like I know where you're getting from it. You know what I mean? But I think it did help with the ups and downs and the outbursts and stuff, because I think a lot of people don't, it's only in movies. Like, you know what I mean? Correct. Like that, that only Correct. happens in movies. And it's Correct. kind of like, I don't know if you go to some of these forums where people are talking like this, this stuff really does happen. So it I does. think it really touched on that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you alluded to this just a moment ago. It's, I don't 
Well, I'll say upsetting, upsetting to me that there's still, you know, in 2020, that there are many people who still minimize anxiety disorder, who minimize bipolar as not being real, not being, and that's something that it's, it's annoying to me, it's pathetic to me. And um, how do, do you experience that, that same level of frustration when it's, when you, when you've encountered that? Yeah. Um, I think one of the most actually just came up maybe like a week or so ago. And um, I was having a conversation with a girl on Instagram where, you know, you comment on a post and then someone else comments underneath you. And it's kind of like, how'd you work through this? Like, I really like that. So we're just all going back and forth. And this one girl was like, um, you know, my, my husband tells me to just get over it and that it's all in my head. And I'm, and I, it, it kills me because if you are not experiencing it, if you haven't been in that person's shoes, you, you don't get it. But at the same time, it's, it's not, it's something that you should respect as this is really happening and it's real for them. And they're so valid in in feeling all of these things because it's not made up. It's not in our head. It truly is something that can be I mean, debilitating. And I think that's why anxiety and mental, you know, mental health and all of that, like it's, it's such a beast because especially anxiety, there's so many things with anxiety. I mean, it can be from, uh, you know, generalized anxiety disorder. And then it can just be extreme where you're, you're living in the fear. And I think people that don't experience it really don't understand. And I'd hate for it to be the person to be like, just wait till it happens to you, you know, and then you'll understand, but it's, it's, you might not, you might not ever experience that, but I think that it's an illusion or that it's fake is we're still dealing with that in 2020, unfortunately, but on the flip side, I see more and more support growing. Yeah, and that's one thing that um, gives gives me some, some some comfort knowing that a lot of the information's getting out there, a lot of the education's getting out there. Um, now, just so you know, I am not a big fan of the whole, you know, fill in the blank awareness month, or whether it's suicide prevention. You know, granted, you know, obviously, I you know. I'm all for ending the stigma and, and, and et cetera, et cetera. I am not a big fan of, you know, designating a particular day or a week or a month yeah. and then the 11 other months of the year or whatever. Oh. Yeah. It's like no one. So I am. So for that reason, because obviously that's if someone who lives with this, it's not a one day, a th- one month a year thing for me, you know, it's oh. so I've always been, um, obviously grateful that, that it is designated as such, but, um, and, and th- those who are listening, I believe this would be in, I don't think this will be in December, but I'm, I'm estimating this will be sometime in, in November that um, you might be hearing this, but uh, why can't, why can't November be a mental health awareness day? Why can't, December. So I don't, so that's, do you encounter that same level of, um, you know, thinking out loud about it sort of of feeling? Yeah. It's kind of like, why is it a designated month? Like, I think I've seen someone on Instagram did like a really pretty graphic before um, a while back. And it was like mental health awareness is every day. And I remember just being like, yeah, 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 it should be every day. Absolutely. 
Correct. And, ju and just to be, cl to be clear what I'm talking about, I'm not talking about the bipolar or the anxiety or whatever itself. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the specific designated day. That That's what I, I'm referring to. Um, but yeah, it is. Um, and, and similarly with uh, one of the highlights of the, I guess highlight would be an appropriate word because it is a good thing, is the suicide, and this would be in the U.S., the um, suicide, um, the three-digit uh, hotline in the U.S., um, that's another thing that, even though it's good news, and because I want, I just want to reiterate that, that it's good news. Um, I do have some some um, skepticism about that because there's a, lo a lot more that could be done. You know what I mean? It's it's, um, and again, that's something where um, losing my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> this is the bear thing. I believe I should have thought. Um, but that would be another another thing that sort of you know is a, a needed and 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 welcome um, resource. My my only concern is why is it why is it taken? I think it's the fine print is it's not for another two or three years, right? Before it takes effect. Yeah. And it technically more of the fine print is it won't be any different than the existing suicide hotline only difference being three digits instead of seven seven or ten digits so yeah. it's um, kind of just repolishing re an, an old um an, an existing plan and it, it's putting it, a little bow on it exactly yeah it's so stuff like that that's sort of um it's obviously a good good thing that it that, that that's happened. However, I'm at a place where I want to see less just inherently good stuff, but more like you know, like a greater sense of urgency with a lot of stuff. Yes. In other words, yeah. and it, it feels like there's not a lot of not a lot of sense of urgency with a lot of mental health services. Um, there's obviously good resources, yeah. good organizations, but I don't see a lot of urgency. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's... It's almost like from what I have felt just watching over the years, you, you have like a movie come out and they touch on it. And then at the end, there's the, the hotline number and they talk about all the resources, but it's, I still feel like it's kind of a taboo topic. Like it's not it's not urgent and it's not something that's talked about enough. I feel like in just my honest opinion, the world puts so much emphasis on things that maybe necessarily could be put on the back burner and we could actually talk about mental health and suicide and making these things more urgent. Um, that, and, and fortunately it's, it's one of those things. I still feel like we're kind of dragging our feet to this yeah. day. It's not really urgent. Like you said. Yeah, and 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 I just want to reiterate it. It's it's a good thing that with the hotline, no, it's definitely a good thing. So yeah, even though yeah. I have criticism, of it, and, and, um, yeah. but yeah, so and, and it's kind of like just one of the weird things. Like as we look back in, in the past calendar year, uh, looking for anything good, you know what I mean? It's been that yeah. kind of year. You just and that's been like a good thing to to look back on and see that um, you know some not not all not all bad stuff. The, yeah, absolutely. You know, some, some good stuff. And I think um, it's important to note too that with quarantine, I mean, that was really big. And I feel like it and I feel like it was talked about, but I, at the same time, I feel like it was glossed over what 
people went through that all of a sudden had to be in their homes. And I mean, I, I don't know about anybody else's areas, but like some of the statistics with suicide, I mean, with people losing their jobs and everything over the summer and like, or what was it early in April? It started like what April? I mean, in my area alone over here, there was an increase and it's like just seeing the numbers, it's, it kind of just felt like it was glossed over, you know, and something like that, it, I feel like should have been really urgent and talked about more. Definitely, definitely. Um, one of the things that I found um, kind of interesting is, I don't know if you've, you've encountered this as well, but possibly maybe not necessarily jokes per se, but memes or whatnot on, on the internet about, oh, well, those, those who have anxiety disorder or, you know, et cetera, et cetera, you know, everyone else, you're finally getting used to our world now. And that's sort of gotten really annoying. Yeah. You know, it, it gets really, really annoying after a certain time because a lot of people do not, you know, I, I am unfortunate to, to know what, what that's like. Um, I don't know, you know, exactly what, what, you know, I don't know how comparable it is to what you've encountered, but I do have some experience with it to know. And when people say that, uh, just in, a, in such a nonchalant manner, I just want to scream, you know, what, what do you mean? You know, so that's one thing that I've always found a, a little um, frustrating. Yeah, um, I think that I've seen those memes. It was like, welcome to our world. <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, whenever I was going through panic disorder and like, I mean, really, I mean, just in the throes, kind of like, I always call it like, it's just my big fall. Like I was really in the darkness during that time. Um, I wouldn't have wished it on my worst enemy. Like thinking back to people who in grade school, like I was bullied like so much. I was very, very bullied, you know? And I remember thinking one day, like, this is so awful. I would never want to put this on any of the girls who ever made fun of me. Like when I was little, no matter how bad they made me cry, like I knew how bad this was, you know, I wouldn't wish it on anybody. And that stuff like that, I think is a little insensitive. And maybe those people that are saying, welcome to my world. Um, maybe those people have some things that they're still working through themselves. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, now, um, now your your journey through all this, you, and you had alluded to this earlier. It, it sounds like it includes a lot of holistic approach. Is, is that, does yeah. that make sense? That that that, that term, holistic. Yeah. Uh, would would that be correct? It, it's yeah. you know along that lines of a uh, you know holistic approach, the the mind, body, spirit. Yeah, absolutely. Think? Yeah. Um, one of the things, and I'm not against um, medicine or any anything like that. Um, I think whatever you need in that moment, whatever is going to work to get you to like the next level and help you um, get better, I'm all here for. But they were giving me so many drugs at the hospital, like just just writing prescriptions here and there, left and right. And I remember at one point, you know, my husband was kind of just like, you know, I, he wasn't judging me or anything, but he was just like, are, are you sure you want to take all of this stuff. Like, are you sure you want to get this far? Like he's just, I'm just asking you, like, he goes, I have to ask you, like, are you, and I remember like, I had a whole dresser drawer filled and I remember being scared, but when you're in the fear too, and you're hypochondriac, I was thinking of all the side effects. Like yeah, I was yeah. like, I can't take any of these. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. You know? And, um, I had this whole drawer full of them and, you know, I was just like, there's, I want to try something else first. And even well, I, I got assigned a cardiologist at one point, cause they wanted to make sure my heart was healthy. And and he goes, look, I want you 
to try to move your body first and focus on what you're eating. He was like baby steps at a time. And then from there, he was like in six months, if you're not feeling well and you're still really suffering, uh, he was like, please come back and we'll talk about other things. But he goes, please try um, th- this first. And he was the first doctor that was like, look, I know the ER doctors were giving you all these medications. Let's try it this way first. And he goes, I hope I never have to see you again. And I never had to see him ever again. Don't you love that? I mean, it, I'm, I'm always happy when, when the doctor says that to me, because I've had a counselor say that to me. Um, I don't think I've had a, a, a um, cardiologist say that to me. That, that I that I recall they may have but um, I always like, Funny, isn't that, like yeah, I I yeah <laughs> because I mean they're they they they've been they've done their 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 job well yeah. <laughs> oh yeah yeah the one who said it she said it's your job to, to fire me she said yeah, like, you know, it's like your that. job to fire me yeah I like that and I think too it helped my cardiologist I believe he had a daughter um that was my age and I remember whenever he kind of sat down and gave me the diagnosis of what was what was going on you know he was like look if you were my own daughter I would tell you like you know I believe that you are gonna be okay and he goes not maybe not right now you know but he, he was definitely the kindest person in that like that moment when I was going through everything and um even talking about him now I still think about him I get choked yeah, up because yeah. I'm, like he was he didn't make me feel alone. He was like, you know, you're, you're super tough. And he was like, I'm not going to like downplay it or anything, yeah. but he was like, let's start with baby steps, you know? And he, I'll never forget. He was like, you're stronger than, you know, and he's like, you're way more capable than you think you are, you know? And I remember that carried with me like the whole time I'm like battling yeah. and going back and forth. So, uh, anybody out there that needs that reminder, you know, you're definitely, you're definitely stronger than, you know, Definitely. And um, now what, obviously in, in our, in our listening audience, we have people who, who are doing well and people who are, who are not doing too well and, and, you know, kind of in between um, <clears throat> as well. Um, I did want to ask for those who, who might not be doing too well, who, you know, it takes every fiber of the being just, just to get out of bed. Um, what would, what would you say t- to those who are on the, you know, the, you know, on a scale of one to 10 or on, on, on the one side of things? Yeah. Um, first of all, uh, if you got out of bed, that's great. <laughs> like if that's all you did, like yeah. really and truly, I think it, I would limit the social media too. I would limit watching what other people are doing because it just makes us feel worse you know it makes us feel bad about ourselves that we're supposed to be like jumping through hoops and keeping up um I would be really gentle with yourself and and also I would definitely seek support um anybody that I mean there's so many people the hotlines and the numbers where you can just call and talk to people um and and if you have if you do go online um I would seek out places where people are in forums they're just talking about mental health they're talking about how they feel um definitely try to talk with people that are going through similar things or have been through similar things as you um that's that's my thing it's it's one of those I feel like it's kind of one of those things you have to take it day by day and just give yourself some grace you know it might not see it might not feel like you're, you're in the, you know, in the shadows right now and everything kind of in the darkness, but I mean, you know, the storms do pass and this uh, will pass too. Yeah, d- d- definitely. And, and I, I do want to remind everyone that, that, that you're, you're not alone um, mm-hmm. out there. 
No. Um, now, as, as we wind down today, I did want to mention uh, a couple of resources um, for everyone. There is, in, in the U.S., there is Mental Health America, which is mhanational.org. There's also NAMI, National Alliance on Mental Illness, nami.org. Uh, there's also um, your, your podcast as well. Um, how, would, how would people get, get in contact with you if they wanted to to learn more yeah um so my podcast is hype girl podcast and it's on spotify itunes stitcher and i believe now it's amazon music because now amazon jeff bezos thank you um so it's also on there and um if you are on instagram or uh i think it, yeah i'll just say instagram uh it's at hype girl cat all one word and just shoot me a message and i'll shoot you a link to the um to the podcast if you want to give it a listen. Okay, good deal. Good deal. Well, um, thank you for, for being here today. Thank you so much for and, having me. <laughs> this conversation. Likewise. And, uh, and thank you for those listening at home or driving to work or driving from work or at work or wherever you, you may be. Uh, stay safe, everyone. And um, talk to you next time. Uh, bye.